Hello everyone. I'm Jay Cash. Tonight on the J Files, we have three stories. Are they urban legends? Or is there some truth to them? Listen to each story. Go and do your research. And you be the judge. The Witch of Yazoo. Yazoo, Mississippi is located north of Jackson in the western part of Mississippi. According to the legend, there was an evil witch who lived near the banks of the Yazoo River. She lured fishermen into her hut and tortured and killed them. When the local sheriff came looking for the missing men, he found their bodies in the witch's shed. She fled, running into the swamp to escape. Now, by the time the sheriff and his deputies caught up with her, the witch was caught in quicksand. As she slowly sank into the quicksand, the witch swore that, the, that she would come back for revenge. She put a curse on the town of Yazoo and said that she would be back in 20 years to burn the town to the ground. The townspeople buried the witch in Glenwood Cemetery. While they were fairly certain that the witch could possibly come back from the dead, they made careful note of the date of her death, May 25, 1884. A chain was placed around the witch's gravestone to keep her spirit trapped inside. But on May 25, 1904, exactly 20 years to the day of the witch's death, the town of Yazoo caught on fire. The fire quickly spread and destroyed 200 homes and even more businesses. Witnesses of the fire said that it had a strange quality with the flames jumping, twisting, and leaping in a way that they had never seen fire behaving before. Many believed that the flames were dancing by command of the witch. After the flames were finally extinguished, the townspeople went to the witch's gravesite. The chain had been broken. Local author Willie Morris memorialized the witch of Yazoo in his novel, Good Old Boy, and the witch of Yazoo. Today you can tour the cemetery where the witch is supposedly buried. Mr. Morris is also buried there and you can visit his grave as well. Now, is the story of the witch true? That much I don't know. The fire is true having destroyed over 324 buildings in total. The grave is very much true. It stands there. Who's buried there is unknown. Rumor has it that there's a man buried there. Records show that a female originally did own the grave. So, is the witch of Yazoo real? 
no one really knows. Here's a story of vampires with roots in Louisiana. The year was 1932. A young girl stormed down Royal Street, visibly panicking. Her stride broken only by the diligent interception of a police officer. Her story sounded a bit full-fetched. Tied up by two brothers along with several other victims and held captive so the brothers could drink their blood. The girl claimed that she was only able to escape due to her captor's carelessness in securing her ropes. Somewhat skeptical, the police agreed to follow her back to the home on the corner of Royal and St. Anne. Once the police and the girl arrived at the home, which was owned by the Carter brothers, they were horrified at what they found. Just as the girl had described, four other victims half dead tied to chairs in one of the rooms. All victims had their wrists wrapped with bandages, stained with blood. Two more bodies wrapped in blankets were in another room. The unmistakable odor of death permeated the apartment. It seemed the brothers left early each morning just before daybreak and returned every evening just after dawn. Immediately upon their arrival, they would take the bandages off each of the captain's wrists and using a knife, reopen the wounds until blood flowed freely from the victim's cup. They caught the blood in cups from which they drank until their hunger was sated. The brothers would then redress their wounds with fresh bandages. They spoke very little and gave no concern for their victims. Rather, the kidnap were no more than a food source headed for certain death. Unaware that the girl had escaped, John and Wayne Carter went about their routine as usual. Only this time, the police waited for the brothers' return. They were quickly apprehended, and upon their capture, confessed almost immediately, begging to be murdered. The brothers explained to authorities that they were, in fact, vampires and would, if released, have no option but to continue to kill, as their need for drinking blood was beyond control. It is said the brothers were tried as serial killers, convicted and eventually executed. How was it that the brothers, thinking themselves vampires gifted with eternal lives, eternal life could be so careless in their plans for survival? Perhaps it was the drastic change in the environment in New Orleans that ultimately led to their demise. During the early 1900s and early 20s, the city of New Orleans was bustling and booming. The busiest port in the country brought flourishing businesses and plenty of jobs. 
In fact, the city was coined the Big Easy because at the time, working New Orleans was so easy to find. A surplus of disposable income triggered a new sense of freedom with the celebration of nightclubs, new energetic music called Jazz Loose Women. The Storyville district, an excitement that was unmeasurable to anything the city had ever seen. It was a time of anything goes, footloose and fancy free, that also created carelessness amongst residents and visitors to the city. No one was thinking of danger. Vampires truly had been in New Orleans at the time. It would surely have been easy to feast. Now, upon the, the Carter Brothers, death. Their bodies went missing from the graves that they were buried in and were never found. Were they stolen? Or were they called the brothers really, really vampires? That remains a mystery. One that may never be explained. A haunted Mississippi bridge. Now most towns have some type of local legend associated with them. And Satosha, Mississippi is no exception. Now, the stories are centered around a bridge on Satosha Road that spans the Yazoo River. Some pretty strange things have taken place at the bridge and in the river below, which prompted a paranormal investigation. Now, located in the Mississippi Delta, Satosha is a small community with less than 100 residents. A grocery store and a cotton processing gym are pretty much all you'll find in Satosha today. Well, that and an intriguing past. Satosha is situated on the east bank of the Yazoo River. Throughout the years, its waterfront location has both positive and negative effects on the small town. In the early 1800s, Satosha was able to reap the benefits of being near the Yazoo River as it was a busy shipping point, sending cotton to New Orleans during the Civil War. The town's location meant that it would see a lot of violence. There were over two dozen sunken ships from the war in the Yazoo River. In 1976, a vertical lift bridge which spanned the Yazoo River was built in Sartosha. The bridge may not look like much. In fact, it's gained notoriety for being one of the ugliest bridges in the country. But it's actually pretty significant because it's one of only three vertical lift bridges in the state. Aside from being a marvel of engineer, the bridge has become known for something else. The sight of some pretty strange occurrences. 
2003, the paranormal investigation team unexplained visited the bridge to do some supernatural research. The team headed to the bridge with Janice Rayleigh, a ghost town, a ghost hunter from Texas, who visited the site years before. According to Rayleigh, she was originally dedicated to the site by a local farmer who was so fearful of the area he would accompany her. Describing the experience as truly terrifying, Rayleigh claimed to see yellow-green bubbling water in the river below, which was accompanied by phantom moans, the smell of rotting flesh, and an overwhelming sense of panic. The trifield meter, which is believed to detect the presence of spirits by monitoring changes in audible tones, was set up and it instantly went off. According to investigators, it was chattering erratically and sounded completely different from anything they've ever heard. Other equipment, including a camera and microphone, began malfunctioning as soon as the team arrived. Members of Unexplained also claimed to see some inexplicable sights that night. Two members of the team spotted flickering lights mysteriously floating over the river. Another team member claimed to see something strange, stating, I saw a mist that was rather upright. It wasn't like a wide, broad area of mist or fog. It went across the path we came up, moved right to left, and then went into the corner. Several weeks after the initial investigations, the investigators returned to the Yazoo River Bridge at Satoshi. This is like the first time the team's equipment gave them trouble almost immediately. One piece was actually damaged beyond repair. The return trip wasn't waste, though. The investigators ended up capturing a numerous orbs on film, which are believed to be a sign of paranormal activity. Varying so drastically in size, color, and intensity, the collection of ores was unlike anything the investigation investigators had ever seen. There are two theories regarding the source behind the supernatural occurrence in Satoshi. Some attribute the honings of the bridge and river to the Yazoo Indians, who originally inhabited the area, according to legend. Members of the tribe marched into the river to their deaths after defeated, being defeated by the French. Others believe former crew members of the boats sunk in the Yazoo River or behind the paranormal activity. Now, is it really honest? Is it a site for supernatural activity? That is a question that many believe they have the answer to. But I guess it's in the eye of the beholder. 
Maybe it'll be explained one day. Maybe it won't. Who knows? There you have it, folks. A witch who died and came back 20 years later to burn down a town. A haunted bridge and two vampire brothers. Are the stories true? I don't know. But in every story, there is a little truth. So you be the judge. Until next time, I'm Jay Cash, and I'm out.